0: Hello, hello, and welcome to this holiday edition of Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. Today is the 94th episode of our show as we head towards the new year. TFA is an entirely student-made show which gives a voice to the thousands of international students on our campus here at the University of Toronto. And because we're students ourselves, our team of nine undergraduates is celebrating the end of exams which wrapped up last week. It's a relief, and we thought this week our show could reflect back on some of our best interview moments from Season 9, that is, Episodes 81 through 90, which we broadcast throughout the fall semester. But today there's a twist, because for each interview highlight we will play holiday music from the student interviewees given country. This means that you may hear winter holiday music from Hungary, Greece, and even South Korea, all countries we recently featured on the show, thanks to the terrific U of T student guests who come from these faraway nations. We hope they are enjoying their holiday break and we look forward to seeing them back on campus in January. Of course, you can hear all of the 93 and counting episodes we've recorded with students, professors, and musicians from all over the world on podcasting platforms or at CIUT.fm. So if you'd like to hear some Malaysian, Lebanese, or Brazilian music as you enjoy your holiday, you can tune into that and much more at your convenience thanks to Tracks from Abroad. Our first interview highlight will be with Megan, a Scottish student from episode 83, who begins by talking about the city of Glasgow.
1: So I'm from a city called Glasgow in Scotland in the UK, and uh, I've actually lived there my entire life. I'm 31 years old. So this is my first time actually moving away and living somewhere else. (laughs) Um, Glasgow is I th- think it's the biggest city in Scotland but when you've lived there for a while it doesn't feel like it plus Scotland's fairly small so Glasgow's kind of small as well do you know like obviously Glasgow is the only sort of point of reference I have in my head <laughs> and I'm like so I, I kind of walk about going that's a bit like Glasgow or oh, mm. that's a bit like you know I can't help myself but actually I think Toronto is quite it's got that same kind of grid like thing so it's, it's fairly easy to navigate I'm still like getting my bearings though. Mm. I just know that the CN Tower is south and that's about it.
0: Good to know. Took took me way too long to realize that also. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Just uh yeah, just follow the big uh big needle of the sky. <laughs> yeah.
2: Do you feel like that has like any sort of effect on you the the difference of like the hills versus Toronto being like really flat?
1: Um well, I mean Glasgow's not particularly hilly. Okay. Um especially in the actual city. It's not that to be honest I think the main thing that puzzled me was like trying to sort of rewire my brain to look for cars coming from the other side of the road because you're driving the right hand side of the road here and that took me actually a couple of days to just you know even crossing a pedestrian crossing I was still like oh I'm going to get run over here (laughs) you
2: know Right, it's it's almost like there there are so many little things that people might not notice going between different countries, like the the prices including tax and mm-hmm. not, and, and, and you know driving on which side of the road. Oh yeah, definitely another difficult.
1: thing I took for granted.
2: Yeah, <laughs> what caused you to uh, want to come overseas then?
1: I think actually being in Glasgow, my whole life, <laughs> <laughs> um, I just wanted to go and explore another place and. The exchange program at my university sort of offered that opportunity and thankfully i don't need to pay tuition fees i'm quite lucky in scotland you've got uh, your four first four years covered oh. and it's my first first time like doing a higher education course so i started unit 29 and i'm not getting any younger so i just wanted to go and explore another place
2: yeah is there anything having grown up in glasgow your whole life is there anything that when you came abroad to Toronto that you were like wow there's something I kind of took for granted in Glasgow or something I I hadn't noticed
1: yes tax being included in the prices <laughs> of things so you actually know what you're paying when you go up to a till um yeah that's something I'm actually still getting used to and probably family and friends as well although I have made friends quite quickly here it's just you know you can't like Going, my mum lives like a 15-minute walk from me in Glasgow, mm-hmm. and actually most of my family live within walking distance, um, so I can't just kind of, thankfully, you know, modern technology allows us to kind of talk, but now there's a five-hour time difference, so mm-hmm. just little things like that, you kind of notice how much you miss them more.
2: So what uh, what do you study that brought you from here. I
1: study, um, I'm doing a joint degree at the University of Glasgow, um, I study music and English language and linguistics that was actually the kind of English language and linguistics aspect of it was sort of what brought me here to an English speaking place. Um, I initially wanted to go somewhere in Europe um, plus I thought it would be a bit cheaper you know <laughs> but there weren't many linguistics courses taught in English I've got a particular interest in sign languages I used to be a support worker I'm somewhat fluent in British Sign Language, and next semester I'm taking a beginner's American Sign Language course, which is entirely different from British Sign Language. So I'm really looking forward to learning that.
2: What what drew you to sign language and being a support worker?
1: I think initially unemployment and boredom, and also just realise I don't have uh, deaf people in my family, and I think it was. A bit of curiosity, to be honest, and learning that it's just like a whole sort of culture. You know, you get deaf people who maybe would use the word deaf with a lowercase d, but there's like the capital D, which is a sort of identity marker. So you get people who really um, embrace that aspect of them. And uh, you do get, just because it's got its own like linguistic identity, you know, different deaf communities, uh, depending where you go, even within the UK, you've got different kind of regional variations of British Sign Language and it's so fascinating to me.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well I I feel like especially as people who aren't from Britain, when we hear so many different dialects within Britain, that's something that really stands out to us. It's almost like that's mirrored in Sign Language to an extent.
1: Yeah, I think so and I'm sure you'd find that here as well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you find that the difference between British Sign Language and American Sign Language is similar to the difference between like British English and Canadian or American English?
1: Um, Well, to be honest, I don't actually know any American Sign Language. It's a total beginner's course I'm taking, but I think the difference is to do with where um, the schools were set up years ago, and I think uh, American Sign Language is very closely linked to French Sign Language, and they're very different. Like British Sign Language has... The manual alphabet, you know, used to kind of spell out letters is on two hands, whereas in American Sign Language it's on one hand. Mm. Seems like you need a bit more dexterity for that one.
2: Thank you so much for, for coming on the show and for giving us uh, an insight into this great music.
3: The lamp is burning low upon my table Snow, snow is softly falling the air, the air is still in the silence, silence of my room I hear I hear your voice you. softly calling If I could only have you near To breathe, breathe a sigh of truth, I would, I would be, be happy, happy just to hold On this winter's night with you smoke, smoke is rising in the shadows overhead. My glass my glass is is almost almost empty. empty. Again between us the-
4: Thank okay. Drawn to the that
0: Welcome back to this special edition of Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. My name is Seth Martosh, and I'm joined with the ghost of podcasts past, Alex Troxell. And on this Christmas Day, we're reviewing some of the best moments from our ninth season of the show. You'll also get to hear holiday music from different corners of the world this hour. And the last two tracks came from Scotland after we heard from a previous TFA guest, Megan. Next, we're traveling to Greece to listen back to an interview highlight with Fedra, who we spoke with on episode 81.
5: Up until last year, I never really thought about it. Until after my performance, I asked one of my friends, oh, how did you find it? And he was like, oh, yeah, it was great. Like, you were great. I really liked this and that. But like, you move your hands a lot. Is that a Greek thing? <laughs> and I I was just stunned. I was like, oh. Maybe I do. Maybe this is a Greek thing. And I've been, like, very self-conscious about it (laughs) ever since. So, yeah, I kind of, like, I've seen myself recording videos of my demos or anything, like something like that, and I have noticed that. And I'm like, oh yeah, maybe this is something we do. We actually use a lot our hands, like you said. Yeah, so it's something that I'm trying to like work on because it might look kind of silly when like, somebody who's not from like Greece sees that.
2: Especially when you're trying to perform as someone you know from different cultures. Is that something that you also might actively look into if you're playing someone from a different culture? You'd think, how do they use body language? How do they gesture?
5: Um, yeah, I actually do that a lot because I'm definitely a person who who expresses themselves through movement a lot cause I have like a dancer background. Cause like last year I did this character, she was Russian and I was so excited to like find her like body language and like the way they move their hands. Cause she was like also like an old lady. So I love doing that.
2: You mentioned your dance background. Is that a big part of Greek culture or, or Greek music?
5: Oh, yeah. It's a major part of Greek culture and music. You're always going to see people dancing no matter what type of music we will hear. There is different types of, like, dances around Greece. It depends on, like, on which region you're from. Because um, we have, like, a lot of events, especially during summer. It's like a festival. It usually happens on, like, very orthodox religious days when we're celebrating, like, a saint or something. We have a big festival and usually the music that we're playing, it's folk music. So like people will gather around at the village squares and they will like dance like in circles. It's, it's beautiful.
2: Is that strong music culture also true for pop music? Because obviously Greece, if you look geographically, it's surrounded by a lot of countries that speak different languages. Would you hear more foreign languages coming in or do you think there's more Greek music being put out?
5: I don't think you will hear Greek music outside of Greece. For Greece, if you put on the radio, you'll hear a lot of, like, Spanish or Italian songs. It's not usually pop. It's usually, like, 60s, 70s, like, Italian Spanish songs.
0: Is there anywhere in Toronto that you think you could go and do some Greek folk dancing?
5: There is, actually. I found out about it last year. Because, funny story, one of my dance teachers back in my hometown in Greece did this online workshop for this. It's, like, a solo Greek dance. It's called the Thezebekiko, which is a major Greek dance, like people do. So I was like very surprised when I saw that. So that's how I found out also about the Greek dance. It's kind of like a, this community it's at fourth, so if you need to go dancing, <laughs> you know where you want to be.
0: Yeah, you talk about being involved in the theater and studying. Can you tell us a bit about your introduction into that?
5: Well, first of all, I always knew that I loved performing because I started off with dance. So I've been, like, dancing all throughout my school years. Um, and then it was around high school because I did the IB program, and there was, like, the option of taking, like, an a theater course and I was like knew that I wanted to do acting in some point of my life but I kind of like my priority was dance at the point and I was like okay that's a great opportunity for me to start somewhere and then I just realized how much I liked it because <laughs> um, like it was very like the adrenaline I get from it it's like very different from dance like I feel comfortable with dance but then when in theater like you use your body but use also your voice and it's like weird when you just like sit on a stage and everybody can hear you they have like they focus on you and you're just there like oh wow they're they're looking at me they're listening to me (laughs) nice um so i found that like very exciting and i kind of like knew in the moment where that i wanted to pursue both and then i think like my love for theater just like grew the moment i came here i cannot picture myself not dancing
2: Well, thank you, Fedra, for spending your time with us, for teaching us a bit about.
5: Well, thank you for having me. It was great to share it with you guys.
6: Βρει στο τζάρ Ο Άι πάλι έρθει Σε βλέπιο θα κυμάσε, Στο σπίτι, στη δουλειά Κνωρίζει <σπαλή> που κενάσαι Κάθε μηνιά σου σκανταλιά Ξανά στην αρχή ο χρόνος γυνά Το έργι φρέχει τα στέλια περνά Ο Άι πάλι <σπαλή> 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 Στην αρχή ο χρόνος γυρνά, <συρνά> το έλκυθρο έχει <συρνά> <χυρνά, συρνά> τα στέλια <συρνά> περνά Ο Αηδός Σίλης πάλι θα έρθει Ο κι αν ήσουν καλός <συρνά> Τα δώρα <συρνά> τα βουλυτό, ο <συρνά> <συρνά> <πάλι> θα βρει στο τζάκι σε μπρος Ο Αηδός Σίλης πάλι Σε βλέπει όταν κοιμάσαι, στο σπίτι, στη δουλειά Γνωρίζει όπου κενάσαι, κάνε μια σου σκανταλιά ο χρόνος γυρνά, το έγκυθρο τα αστέρια περνά ο Άγιος Βασίλης πάλι Σε βλέπει όταν κοιμάσαι στο σπίτι, στη δουλειά Πού και να σε κάθε μια σου σκανδαλιά. Ξανά στην αρχή ο χρόνος γυρνά. Το ελκύτριο ήγητα αστέρια περνά. Μα η βασίλισσα
7: Χριστούγεννα και πρωτοχρονιά. Ο Άι Βασίλη παίρνει δώρα όλα τα παιδιά. Θυμάσαι που καθόμαστε στο τζάκι αγκαλιά. Και μου λέγε πω μ' με χάντια και φιλιά. <συσύντα> τα τριγώνα τα καλά, τα τα ακούγαμε μαζί. Το άντεξα κι αυτό κι α ήταν έξι το πρωί. Βόλτε τα έμπορη, τα πόδια μου ζουμί. Και εσύ το βράδυ μετρέχε στη δεσμη να βραδεί. <συσύντα> Χριστούγεννα ήρθαν πάλι και είσαι πάλι μακριά μου. Έβαλα ποτό και από ψε πίνο στη <συσύντα> μου. Θα κάτσουμε στο σπίτι μου με όλα τα κομφόρτ. Τι τι θέλουμε, τη δεσμη να έχει και τα πλιτζόρ. Μπορεί να δω το το μπ Και να και με του φέτο τα χρήστη για να από σένα, μήνα μέλο μακρονασο στα βρώτα και εσένα Τα πρώτα μου Χριστούγεννα χωρίς εσένα τώρα να με Χρωμαλαπιόνια, Χριστούγεννα με άφησε στο κρύο και στα χιόνια. Μόνο τώρα κάθομαι και σε περιμένω. Μήπω και συμβεί, θα μάτω Χριστούγεννα. Και εκεί που να έρθω για κατάδα. μου έσκασε ιδέα σαν άναψε η δάδα. έχει να γίνει, άλλο δεν θα σε Σιγά μην κλάψω, σιγά μην Στο τέρμα τα ηχεία, πολλά τα δεσιμπέλ. Να παίζει, α στα μάτια, τρεμεί του Τζινιμπέλ. Και αφού ο νέο χρόνο δεν ήταν για μα, σου στέλνω, τα φίλιά μου από του Αλκαπλά. Τα πρώτα μου Χριστούγεννα, χωρί εσένα, μέχρι τώρα νόμιζα αλλά ήταν καμένα. Ο Εβασίλη σε διδρόμε, σπασμένα φρένα. Απόψε θα γιορτάσω, χωρί εσένα. Τα πρώτα μου Χριστούγεννα, χωρί εσένα, μέχρι τώρα νόμιζα αλλά ήταν χαμένα. Ο Εβασίλη σε διδρόμε, σπασμένα φρένα. Απόψε θα γιορτάσω, χωρί εσένα. Άρα, παιδιά. Χριστούγεννα είναι, δεν είναι και Πάσχα; Τα πρώτα μου Χριστούγεννα χωρίς εσένα, μέχρι τώρα νόμιζα αλλά ήταν χαμένα. Ο Αεβασίλη είχε δρόμε πασμένα φρένα, απόψε τα γιορτάζουν χωρί εσένα. Τα πρώτα μου Χριστούγεννα χωρί εσένα, μέχρι τώρα νόμιζα αλλά ήταν χαμένα. Ο Αεβασίλη είχε δρόμε φρένα, απόψε χωρί εσένα.
0: You're listening to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM, where today we're replaying some of the best highlights from season 9 of the show. You just heard some holiday music from Greece, and next up we're going to listen to an interview highlight with Skylar, who joined us from Rwanda. We'll then listen to some Rwandan holiday music to brighten up this fine Christmas day with Tracks from Abroad.
2: Hello, listeners of CIUT. This is Andre Ashkovich. I've been a guest on Tracks from Abroad several times, and I'd just like to say that Tracks from Abroad represents one of the most important aspects of a campus radio station—that is, giving a voice to students and their music. I'm pretty sure you won a playwriting competition for uh, uh, University College. -hmm. Yeah. So, can you tell us a bit about what drew you from acting to playwriting? Uh Oh, that's interesting.
8: How did you know that? But okay.
2: (laughs) Give our sources. (laughs) That's true. Research. I mean, no,
8: for that, I write. I have been rewriting since I was young. I actually wrote like a poetry book and I was back in Kampala, like with my phone, taking time to take a break, and I write the poem based on what I'm seeing in the city. Yeah, they really have so many struggles. So, Mm -hmm. it was easier for me to find an expression and write about stuff but i like writing i write as a hobby i'm still even writing right now sometimes i can show you my notes there's so many things there but for that play i co-wrote with my classmate who's my graduate and the goal was to write something that we felt really connected to and that was sense of home and as being immigrants and coming from abroad it's nice to talk about it and how it is hard to just, you know, settle in. And I don't think it's everyone who gets a chance to to set in the city. like Tron. It's like so fast and so developed, you can say that. So what does home really mean? And we have to talk about that.
2: Yeah. As a, As a writer, do you ever think you know what mm-hmm. word would be really great here? Is this word in French or this word in Swahili or something like that. And then you need to try and find, mm, but I'm writing this story in English. I need mm. to find an English word mm. for this. Is that something that's easy to do or do you sort of struggle to find? I never struggle when
8: I'm writing. And actually the play you talked about that one like the first place. Mm-hmm. I think that was one of the thing because when we were writing it me and my friend, she's originally from Iran. It was so easy to, to write like free expression, she could write from her mother tongue like completely there, we don't need the translation and so I did it in French and some words in Kenya Rwanda, we leave them like that so I think maybe when they read, like, the judges were reading to like these kids can write, Of course, we don't want to change it,
2: they gotta be real, authentic so to say. Is there anything from Hollywood that's inspired you? I feel like that's that would be a, a connection to your Whoa, acting. Hollywood has raised me. Not that I'm from LA, but yeah. growing up
8: watching the films, like the American movies and the music, I kind of miss the good old days. Like you play music from seventies. It's a Friday night, Saturday night, Saturday evening, getting ready to step outside for whatever reason. and you play disco music, sounds so cool, and you just wanna stay there and dance. But I have not seen a a song of these days, let's say in 2020 and up or a bit 2014 and whatnot, a song that could just last one month, like be there people loving it. Mm-hmm. Stars just come sing and go. It has become a competition. It has become like. Mm-hmm pretty much of financial gains and to me that it kills the art but you go back before 2012 you play a song people still listen to it's like as if it came yesterday and Mm -hmm. to me that's something i wish we could bring back in the music but again everyone is singing
2: if someone were to go to your home country rwanda Hmm. what is something that you think they should experience what's something that they should see oh i'm glad you asked i'm going to give you a summary of
8: how good it is it's a really small country believe it it's really small but it's so beautiful you can go there it's quite expensive in the city but you lived in toronto you don't have to. <laughs> yeah. <that. laughs> yeah but it's nicknamed a country of a thousand hills because they have so many hills and the mountains yeah one thing i would just recommend is just to go to national park of volcanoes we they have like really awesome things to see with your eyes we have akagira national park so the so wild animals and stuff but the city itself like the landscape the country in general it's really nice and by the way they have the best coffee Probably the second best coffee in the world.
2: I don't know. They've been getting so many cookies. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. If you like coffee, yeah, you go to Rwanda. (laughs) I want to thank you again, Skylar, for coming and talking with us. Thanks for having me.
9: (laughs) Sengubu Kabiri Nagirango non de kanya mazumbo, na ni wanza ni kuko na yote keshi na mshavuza, sinashikiru gizabwe. Nukongi amagara magara, imbava si siu e si tava naragiri chambuga, ziramo vera zitimbi sangue, da jane, da cua varie, zitimbi no sangue, da jane, da kuawadie. Na kuminyeke mkiu zoro, ushirira ho uwanura Karingwi umbi, zishi na kuwa wale Nukongi ya magara, imbawa ziziwezi nitawa Na nagiri chombuka, zirambo Sitting in the same time, the same day, 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 the same day,
10: Je mourir que bien tuli malaga sawe mucisa tukene imbaraga sawe tukene ufosho gawe sataniga jemuitwe bien tuli malaga Tu kori ki uzauka, iki uma mi esozwa che. Tu kene imbara kasa we, tu kene uufashoka we. Zatani iganje mu tu imbara kasa we. Sogawe, satani ganjemuri tweeki, tlimbara gazaemuti za. Satani ganjemuri tweeki, tlimbara gazaemuti za. Satani ganjemuri tweeki.
0: Welcome back to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. If you're just joining us, today we have a special episode in place, replaying some of our favorite recent interview clips with guests we've had on the show. For each country we visit, we'll also be playing some festive music from said country. You just heard some Rwandan holiday music, and our next clip comes from an interview with Thomas Pena, hailing from Ecuador.
11: Um, I grew up in in the capital city in Quito, Mm. um, and that is right smack in the middle of Mm -hmm. the uh, Andes mountain range. Culturally and also like geographically, it's a very different setting um, from Toronto. Mm -hmm. I feel like Toronto is, you know, it's very flat compared to (laughs) Quito. (laughs) There's no mountains whatsoever. It's also like the weather is a bit, it's more stable. Mm -hmm. because it's in the middle of the world, right? So you don't really get seasons. Yeah. Um, So like that's one of the biggest, I think, biggest impacts. When I moved to Canada, when I was like 13 or 14, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I saw snow for the first time. and you know, I saw leaves changing in autumn. Really? And I'd never seen that before. Like, the only snow I'd ever seen is at the very tops, like yeah, peaks of yeah, the, the mountains. The
2: mountains yeah, of uh, but like, yeah, that didn't happen where, mm-hmm. you know, people generally lived. Yeah, and, and now with winter approaching, the sun going down at 4.30, Yeah, yeah it must exactly. be a different feeling, right? It's,
11: it's very different. Over there, the sun goes down at 7 p.m all year all year yeah, and it's it stays that way like here i remember the first time we came um it was like around august i think and we were at walmart Mm -hmm. and then it was it was you know it's i don't know eight or nine p.m and i remember walking out and it looked like 5 p.m and i was like this
2: is so weird how is it how is it 9 p.m yeah yeah you you went into walmart and yeah in in that that purgatory that is Walmart. Yeah, exactly. You're you, you like you came out and you thought no time had passed. That exactly.
11: <laughs> yeah, it it seemed like yeah, it seemed like a like an extremely um, long amount of time. Yeah. But then you know coming out and
2: like oh it seemed it, nothing has changed. Yeah. And it's so crazy. Just as a as a parting question, if someone went to Ecuador, what are the things that you'd say? You have to see this. You have to experience that.
11: Yeah. Uh, first of all, definitely go to the middle of the world. There's like a massive sculpture right, uh, -hmm. right on the equator. So you can literally stand on both hemispheres Mm -hmm. at the same time and you can take a picture. Mm -hmm. I think that's such a cool feeling just being there. Yeah. Um, you should definitely do that. Definitely do all like the natural, natural things. Go to the Galapagos islands, Mm -hmm. a very unique, Tourist destination. And, you know, you have lots of different types of fauna and flora there that you don't find anywhere else Mm -hmm. in the world. Um, Yeah, the beaches are incredible. And then you also have the Amazon jungle there. You know, if you go hiking um, and you like hiking, you like uh, going on rivers, kayaking, Mm. all that types of stuff. Uh, For example, um, mountain sightseeing yeah. um hiking mountains that's also um some of like the key things to try out in ecuador yeah yeah i don't know if you've have you ever been
2: to ecuador i i haven't been but okay. I've, I've been looking at a lot of pictures if that oh counts. yeah <laughs>
11: okay well yeah you can kind of see yeah. how like majestic <clears throat> it is yeah yeah
2: because there's because the andes go right through the country right exactly. so there you get all these different biospheres on one side it's dry on one side it's wet and rainy and then yeah um, yeah that's really cool have you been to the Galapagos Islands
11: uh, not yet actually which is interesting you know I feel like when you're from somewhere I know if, like being from Toronto you don't really do the touristy things yeah, yeah. a lot um, and it's yeah but I, I definitely want to go now that you know now that I've been here in Canada and people are like where should I go like <laughs> yeah, yeah. how have they not been to the Galapagos yeah. yet? You know, yeah, you
2: know? well, I think I think you have a decent excuse because it is like a thousand kilometers from the coastline. or something. Yeah so it's not, Yeah, it's pretty far. It's yeah. not close like not every Torontonian has been to the Rockies or exactly. I, mean, I, I haven't so yeah Yeah,
11: yeah, yeah, um, yeah, no, it's it's kind of far um, I don't know if people fly there actually or no, I sure. feel like it's usually a cruise, right? It's, m- it's most of the time. It's a cruise Uh, But like I've heard from friends and family that it's like the place to visit in Ecuador Yeah,
2: it's beautiful. Yeah from the pictures It looks like because there are no I think natural predators on the island Mm. Every animal has evolved to just look as cute and rotund as possible. Yeah, that's so true (laughs) Yeah, you have like
11: it's really interesting because you have penguins all over Yeah, and I feel like that's one of the only places where that happens if not, like, if it, like one of the warm places that happens, yeah. you know, because you have penguins um, in the South Pole. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you get there and then you go to the beach and then there's a penguin there. Penguins and then there's like on a the sea equator. lion on the equator. Yeah. So it's it's a very unique, a unique type of tourism, like something. If you go there, you'll see things you've never seen before.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's fast. Well, that's a good sales pitch for yeah. sure. <laughs> um, thank you so much for spending time with us today. Yeah, no, thank you so
11: much for having me. This was really fun.
0: On CIUT 89.5 FM, this has been our special holiday episode here at Tracks from Abroad. We've listened to some episode highlights from our ninth season and heard new holiday music from the countries our guests come from. My name is Seth Martosh, and on behalf of my co-host, Alex Troxel, we'd like to thank the team that makes this show possible, directors Jesse and Elgibeta, editors Simon and Rosa, social media managers Isabella and Akshida, and of course, our favorite board tech, Matthew. Next up is a new song from Natalie McMaster titled Four Sundays to Christmas. From Tracks from Abroad, we wish you a happy holiday season and a fine Christmas evening.